Hey guys, Tom Ulrich and Sean Quigley here from the podcast What's Going On Here. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And to get in touch with us, uh, just go to our Facebook page and leave a message or email us at what's going on here podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of What's Going On Here. As usual, my name is Tomo Lovrick. As usual. That, that was stupid. Of course it's... Yeah, that's my name. Anyway, but as usual, what I should say is I have with me the one who's the best, who will never rest. And I say this in no jest. Young Mr. Sean Quigley, the Quig. How are you, sir? I'm very good. That was so poetic. I know. It's, it's, I was inspired somehow by Tina Turner. Ah, uh, yes. So I was doing the simply the best <coughs> lyric there. Of course, so yes. You're uh, better than all the rest. Well, very good. Yes. Um, yeah. that's, you know, that's giving me a little. little, little pizzazz? Yeah, a little. A little, uh, little, little prostate check there for you? Yeah, yes, it does indeed. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. <laughs> okay, folks. Well, you know, our usual story is, and if you haven't heard our show before, um, we usually review a TV show or movie that few people have seen or heard. If it's a foreign language one, we put on the subtitles. And if we can, if it's an English one, we put on foreign subtitles just so we don't know what's going on. Watch the middle 20 minutes and then figure out what's, try to figure out what's going on. We also try to review local beers when we can and local eateries. Um, every once in a while, we throw a curveball. And today is one of those curveballs. Uh-huh. Today, we're going to take a multiple episode, uh, a curveball, which... Usually when we do, when an episode runs long, just for, you know, a, a practi- practical sake, we cut it in, into half and call it part one, part two. But this is going to be a, a several episode uh, arc, if you will, because due to the Final Four tournament, and every show and their grandmother does this kind of thing where they do a Final Four something or another. Uh-huh. And so we're doing that, and currently Sean and I are in a show uh, that deals with flying saucers, which is a fun little family romp. Uh, called Boise's Flying Saucer. And um, also Black Panther recently came out to ridiculous numbers and acclaim and everything. So we decided to have our very first inaugural 2018 What's Going On Here Best Tournament. We don't want to call it Final Four because we don't want to steal it. Trademark or copyright or anything. And our subject for it, as I mentioned, Black Panther, will be superhero movies. So that's where we're going. We're still reviewing beer. We're still reviewing food. But we're going to basically, we have a bracket of 64 superhero movies, and the rules were a little arbitrarily assigned by me, but it has to be a genuine superhero power, so the person's got to be able to fly, or psychic powers, or something. Yep. So that's why you won't see, like, the Punisher movies on this list. And then instead of trying to figure out which, how to rank them, I just looked up the numbers of sale, sale tickets that they have. And then that's how I assign all the... Yeah. Uh, uh, well, that's how we assigned all of the rankings for the bracket. And we're going to put this bracket for people on our Facebook page, and, uh, and we're going to put it on Twitter. And then if you guys want to compile your own what you think is the best movie and email it to us or post it on our Twitter or post it on our Facebook, we will, when we're done with the whole quote-unquote tournament, we will put up the numbers and see how our numbers compare to your numbers. Yeah. How does that sound? Sounds good. All right. 
And then, like I said, because we're going to do a multiple episode uh, uh, arc, we'll also review multiple beers and food because it's more fun that way. Yeah. So. Yeah, indeed. So um, let's let's get let's dive right into it. So we have our uh, uh, um, bracket here, our four divisions of bracket. See, well, you know what? Yeah, our we have the Manhattan bracket. Oh. The Gotham bracket. Uh huh. The Metropolis bracket. Uh huh. And the Wakanda bracket. Uh-huh. So kind of split it up two and two, DC and Marvel. Although there are a few uh, surprise movies in, in, interspersed in there that you wouldn't think about. But yeah, they made the money, so they're on the list. Certain movies are dropped like off. Like Super Mario Brothers? Is Super Mario Brothers, no, because they don't have superpowers. Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry. But, um, well, and, and before we even, before I start doing all that explaining, let's look at what uh, we're reviewing today, right? So we're reviewing, as an eatery, Art of Spice, Indian restaurant in Hackensack, New Jersey, 159 yep. Main Street. You had the butter chicken. I had the chicken biryani. Indeed. Okay. And our beer for today is Unorthodox Stout by Two Roads Brewing from Stratford, Connecticut. So, as usual, let's uh, start our episode by opening these lovely bottles and sampling them, shall we? Thank you. All right. Two. I wonder what that sounds for. There we go. Well, cheers, my friend. Cheers, indeed. And here's a good tournament. Clink. Clink. There we go. And, ooh. Ooh. So this is a Russian Imperial Stout. And they're calling it unorthodox with good reason. It's very hoppy. The weirdest, that is the weirdest beer I think I've ever drunk. Isn't it? In terms of like what uh, I was not expecting. No. And you even told me about this and I still yes. wasn't prepared for it. I'm reading it now. And it, and it says it aggressively hopped and it really is. Yeah. And what the beer tastes like, actually, to me. And we'll give the, we'll give the final grade at the end of this episode. But what the beer tastes like to me is... Like somebody took a stout yep. and mixed it with an IPA, uh-huh. a particularly hoppy IPA, yep. and then gave it to you. <clears throat> That's what it tastes like to me. And I know stouts are supposed to be bitter, but it it seems almost wrong. It's, I feel like the only way I can come to terms with this taste is to like forget that it's a stout entirely. It might, it like, if someone said, to, if, if I had to drink it and someone was like, what do you think it is? And I'd looked at it, whatever. I, I'd be like, it just has to be, I would call it like a black IPA. Right. Like, oh, this is a weird black IPA. Yeah. Like they're using some kind of strange yeah. stout, like kind of barley. Yeah. They, in put, it. They, they put a, malt, a stout malt in there. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But it would, I would, you know, taste wise, first and foremost, I'd be IPA. Yeah. I don't taste <clears throat> stout in there. Right. Yeah. Right. It's definitely. Odd. It is, yeah. It's unusual. But hey, it is what we picked, so yeah, let's go with it. Alright, so, to the bracket. Like I said, we're going to post it on Facebook, on our Facebook page. We're going to post it on Twitter. And if you guys want to play along, please do. We're more than happy to get the emails from you guys. You can always send us emails at um, what's going on here podcast at gmail.com or, like we said, post it onto the Facebook page or post it onto our Twitter account. Wouldn't it be weirdly awkward to find out that we hate our listeners? That would be awkward. 
We hate our listeners. Well. I mean, if we found out, like, you know, if they started to email us with opinions or what they thought about their favorite movies or whatever, and we just okay. discovered that we just, you know, blanketly disagree with all, all of our of fan them? base. That would be, that would be, be unfortunate. Like, if they just all happen to be, you know, I don't know. Fabulous? Communists. <laughs> what if they're all communists? Because, <laughs> I mean, we lend towards the communist audience, I would yeah. think. Like it's one cult operating out of San Francisco. <laughs> That's all that we're one particularly religious we're cult. cult members listening yeah. to this. Nice. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd enjoy that. And we're all they listen to, like North Korea style. Oh my dude. Uh, dude, it'd be like I was a deity. I would yeah. really enjoy that. Oh. <laughs> okay, so in our Manhattan bracket, we have um how should I list should I list? I guess I should just go through who's going up against whom, and people can see on the bracket like what their rankings are, yeah? Because if you've never seen any of these like Final Four brackets, it's basically done, there's four sections, each section's ranked 1 to 16, and it goes basically best versus worst, and so forth. Yeah. So the number one team goes against the 16, the two against the 15, etc., etc., until you get to the 8-9, that's yeah. the, the switch. So... In our upper in our upper left bracket or the Manhattan bracket, we have the Avengers going against Spawn, X Men Two going against Superman Returns, Suicide Squad going against Superman, the nineteen seventy eight film, Spider Man Three going against Green Lantern. That's going to be a tough one because they both suck. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> Captain America: The Winter Soldier against X Men: Age of Apocalypse, Spider Man against Batman and Robin. Doctor Strange against X-Men Origins Wolverine. Dark Knight Rises against Blade. That's the Manhattan bracket. The Gotham bracket is the Dark Knight against Blade Trinity. Batman Begins against Batman Forever. Iron Man against the Wolverine. Spider-Man Homecoming against Ghost Rider. Batman 1989 uh, against Fantastic Four, the 2005 version. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 against Daredevil. Justice League against Captain America, the first Avenger. Wonder Woman against Superman 3. That's the Gotham bracket. Then we have the Wakanda bracket, and that's Black Panther against Ghost Rider 2. Thor of the Dark World against Thor, Man of Steel versus Hulk. Guardians of the Galaxy versus Superman 2. X-Men Last Stand versus X-Men First Class. Spider-Man 2 versus Blade 2. And here's one of the surprise entries. Hancock versus Batman Returns. Uh, Iron Man 3 versus Hellboy. So that's our Wakanda bracket. And then our Metropolis bracket is Avengers uh, Age of Ultron versus Elektra. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 against Ant-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man against the Fantastic Four 2. Batman versus Superman against Watchmen. X-Men Days of Future Past versus The Incredible Hulk. Deadpool against Hellboy 2. Logan against X-Men. And Captain America Civil War against Fantastic Four the reboot. Yeah. There's already there's already a few here that I are gonna be tough in the first that, round. Yeah, there's a two that there's a few that I haven't watched or that I can't remember very well. Okay. However, pretty much all of those are in brackets where they're just gonna get beaten, I think. <laughs> so it's okay. Well, they're I mean there's some okay. that I really enjoy that they ended up being together because War of Attrition, they don't need to be like Batman Begins versus Batman Forever. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those need to be eliminated as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, where's the other one? 
Spider-Man 3 and Green Lantern. Good. Because yeah. it's... But, you know, at the same time, it's kind of tough. Yeah. Because it's like, well, which shit one do you want to go on further? Is it this shit one or the other shit one? Yeah. Yeah. And for the most part, I've seen all of them. The Amazing Spider-Man vs. Fantastic Four 2. I have not seen... I'll tell you which ones I have not seen. I have not seen Suicide Squad. I have not seen Green Lantern. And I have not seen Ghost Rider 2. I think those are the only ones I haven't seen. Oh, you've seen more than me then. Because there's a lot I haven't seen. Spawn I've seen when I was a child. Can't remember it very well. Uh, oh, I haven't seen Justice League. But it's oh, no. going against the first oh, no, Avenger. No, no. So it's not making it out the first round in my opinion. No. Uh, Green Lantern again I've not seen. Um... Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine haven't seen the uh, Wolverine haven't seen I stopped watching the X-Men films at X-Men 3 okay. until they you know redid them until they rebooted them again um, have not seen Ghost Rider or Ghost Rider 2 Justice League also haven't seen but again who cares yeah who cares uh Ghost Rider 2, not seen. Okay. Uh, I forget which Hulk I've seen and which I haven't. The original Hulk. The original Hulk is Hulk or the... The original Hulk is Hulk. That's with Eric Banner. Yeah, that's the one I've seen. Okay. I've not seen the Ed Norton one. Really? Nope. Didn't okay. see that. that which one was, was officially the first new Marvel yeah, film. No, yeah, that one was yeah. marginally w- yeah. well better than the original one. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't much, see that. Much, much better, in my opinion. Didn't see that. Hancock... I think I saw a bit of it, didn't finish it. Okay. Um, uh, Electra not seen, Daredevil not seen. I okay. kind of stayed away you from the crappy ones. Much in, in either. Yeah, I missed case. the crap ones. Fantastic. Well, I enjoyed Four, Electra. Fantastic Four Two. I've not seen, and I did yeah. not see the Fantastic Four reboot either. Okay, both of those two and the reboot were just yeah. absolute steaming garbage. Mostly fires. the shit ones I didn't yeah. see. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. That's Suicide Squad. I saw the first twenty minutes of Nintendo. I it, I didn't see Suicide Squad. I, it's still on the DVR. I had like a free run of HBO for a while, so I taped all these things. It's that interesting. I seen. It's worth watching to just see how shit it is. <laughs> and they're making a new one because well, okay. So here's the thing: these are ranked basically. I, I rank these with like how much money they made. Yeah. So the first four are basically, you know, Avengers made the most. Um, on that list, actually, Black Panther was listed number five. But considering it's only been open for like, what, two, three weeks, it's already in number five. There's no way it's not making number two. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so like, it was, I put it like in the number two or three position, basically. Um, the interesting thing is to see how much money these shit movies made. Yeah. You know, because you look at, at Suicide Squad, it's ranked number five. So that makes it like the 20th most earning movie, superhero movie ever. Yeah. Which is, or no, it's 17. It's number 17 on the list, that means. Which is just crazy. Yeah. There's a few crazy ones like that, that I saw as I was going through that I was like, huh, that surprised me. Yeah. There are a couple that, 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 that surprise me for that. Um, All right, so let's let's stop. Start right at the top, shall we? Shall we yep. start with Manhattan, or you want to pick a which which bracket you want to start with? No, we're we'll going to try that. to get through round one in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not, we'll pick up in the next episode. Yeah. So what do you say? Yeah, no, let's start that. Let's start that. Let's start, go for that bracket. All right. So we have Avengers versus Spawn. 
Now, you said you saw Spawn when you were a kid. I enjoyed Spawn, the movie, because it was actually... I don't remember what year it came out, but it was in terms of superhero movies and what they were trying to do with it, it was actually well done. I used to read the graphic novels. Yes. When did Spawn come out? Oh, it's like 1989, I think. Is it? Something like that. Uh, 97. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. I got that wrong. 97. It came out. Oh, you know what I was confusing that with? I think I'm confusing that with The Dark Man. I think Dark Man came out around 89 or something like that. Dark Man, the original one, came out in like 89. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. 90, yeah, 89, 90. Came yeah. out about the same time as Batman. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, Spo- yeah. Okay, in which case, I remember Spawn when it came out. Um, so we have Avengers versus Spawn. I mean, there's not really much to discuss, even though, like I said, in yeah. terms of like, when it came out and what it did, I thought it was very well done. I thought John Leguizamo was great as the, as the, the, the villain character in there. Mm-hmm. And Michael J. White was good, and 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 uh, uh, Martin Sheen was good. I mean, I thought they all did for what they were trying to do. Yeah. I thought that was really good. And this is like before um, the Sam Raimi Spider Man came out, the Sony Spider Man. You know, yeah. this is post Batman though, but Batman was already starting to just do shit movies after that. And, and as many nice things as I can say about Spawn, it's just no match for Avengers, in my opinion. Mm. So we're agreed on that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's All right. So Avengers goes on. X-Men 2 versus Superman Returns. That one to me is almost like... A, I, I didn't see actually... I saw bits and pieces of Superman Returns. That's the one with um, Kevin Spacey, isn't it? Oh, that one. Oh, I never saw it. Yeah, I got confused. No, I never saw that. <laughs> isn't that the one? Yes, it is. Yeah, with Brandon Ralph. Yes. Brandon Ralph as uh, Superman. Yes. Um, yeah, I never saw it. I, yeah, that's the one with Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Even if it was middlingly good, I would pick X Men Two over it because X Men Two was actually pretty darn good. Yeah, no, I, ha- I, everything I remember when it came out. The reason I didn't watch it is everyone said it was terrible, which I, I'm sure it was. Um, and X Men Two, uh. I'm trying to think which one X-Men 2 was. X-Men 2 is the one where she kills... No, that's that's where, the last thing. Where he end. finds... He goes and finds his backstory with the adamantium and stuff. Was that the second one? Yes, 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 yes. That's one. Yes. He fights it, the like uh, female Wolverine. Was that the third one? No. Uh, oh, well... Um, you think of Lady Deathstrike. That's uh, the second one. No, no, that's yeah, the second yeah, one. That's the second when one. it's uh, Striker's son... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's excellent. Yeah. Okay, that's not a bad film. No, no, no. Especially when you consider at the time pre Marvel Universe. Yes. You know, it It was was very hit or miss, and it was post the terrible Batman films. Yeah. I think it was good. No, no, no. Yeah. I I mean, to me, that's an easy choice. Also, excellent too. Hugh Jackman. He he carried a lot of those films. He carried them. You know, if he wasn't in them, you know, you could argue they weren't as good. I mean. Well, but oh, and also was the second one the one where they had the backstory of uh, with Nightcrawler. Magneto and going back in the past, or was that the original? No, one? no, 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 that was no, no Magneto going into the past. No, no, so I mean when they went back, when they were they went back they were, in their minds, they went back, and you saw like Magneto in Auschwitz and stuff when he was a little kid, and it's Ian McKellen remembering, and he comes to visit him in his glass box, and he's playing chess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That I whole think that's, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. I remember that being interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, <coughs> like I said, that's an easy one. X Men Two goes to the next round. Okay, next battle up: Suicide Squad versus Superman, the original, nineteen seventy-eight. 
That's oh. not even a question. Yeah, Superman. Because, I mean, made in 1978, that was just so well done. My son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paula Brando. <laughs> uh, Stella, uh, give our son a cake. Uh, my son. So this I is just, your home, my son. There's really nothing to talk about because Suicide Squad is just shit. Even though they're making a second one. So now this is the tricky one. Number four versus number thirteen. Spider-Man three versus Green Lantern. Spider-Man 3, to me, is like... Well, neither of us have seen Green Lantern, so... What's that? We, neither of us have seen Green Lantern, no. so we just have to really hate Spider-Man 3. <laughs> I, you know what? I Well, <laughs> one, Spider-Man 3 made, of all the Spider-Man, believe it or not, made yeah. the most money. No, 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 I'm sorry, no, that's not true. That's, the, the original Spider-Man made more money. But... It was like when they did the original Batman, the the the, the what's what's his face, uh, Tim Tim Burton Tim Burton Batman. So they did the first one, they did the second one. I don't think he did the third one. No, he no. And then they started throwing in the the multi villain concept again, like they tried to get even more villains. And the minute they start doing that, it's like there's not enough room. They're just you can't. You know, because they even even the second one, even though it was good, and Michelle Pfeiffer was lovely as Catwoman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she was great, but and I actually Dan Gavito as the Penguin, I really enjoyed too. You know, but they started throwing Christopher Walken, and it was just like, okay, this is wow. Why wait now? Stop. Why? I have a, I have a huge soft spot for Batman Returns. Batman Returns, um, very weirdly, there, there was this period of time, I guess, when I was about. Uh, I don't know when I'd have been seven, eight. I, I guess it was mid nineties, that sort of time. Where what came popular for some reason, and it's kind of weird to think about now, is audio tape, like soundtrack of films. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just think about it now. It's so weird. It's so archaic and old fashioned. Like they literally just took. The you know the, the, the soundboard yeah. from the movie That's and they put it on a cassette tape and there's like four cassette tapes like yeah blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah and uh, like books on tape but movie yeah, yeah. on tape yeah and there would be, and you'd I'd listen to them in bed uh, when I was going to sleep and I'd listen to these cassettes <laughs> and I had a few of them and I had Batman Returns I got for my birthday one year uh, and I loved it I used to listen to it almost every single night so I listened. <laughs> To Batman Returns on cassette. We are really opening up some geek closets on oh, this episode. Oh, totally. <laughs> but the weirdest thing was, because if you think about it, so much of it is action-centric and just completely yes. doesn't work. Yes. As on, an on audio, audio tape. Yes. <laughs> so there's these whole weird sections where like they just edit it and cut it. Or like, I'm trying to remember, I feel like there had to have been some sort of narrator or something <laughs> that come in and was like, oh, this happens now. But they edit it in such a way where it goes straight from action piece to action piece or like dialogue to dialogue. And right, it doesn't right, right. make, you know, lots of music as well, like incidental music happening that isn't in the yeah, film. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was really neat, but I loved, like, I, maybe that was the better version of it, but I, I, I watched the film as well, but I have a huge soft spot for that. Uh, <laughs> turns. I thought it was so... Um, well, this is, like I said, this is now... <laughs> I grew we, up with we, we Christopher to... Walken in my ears, sleeping. <laughs> we, ow, ow, Selena no. Kyle. Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Nobody no. messes with Max Shrek. No, Shrek, <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> what am I, an ogre? Shrek. Yeah, so, but back, <laughs> back off the tangent. Spider-Man 3 versus Green Lantern. 
But that that was my point. Like they did Spider Man Three was the same thing. It was all of a sudden there was like three villains in there. Yeah, it's interesting that they've learned their lesson and they've gone back the other way now. And now we have the opposite in the in like a Civil War or an Avengers where you have like one villain and a million heroes. It's right. like great. You can have as many heroes as you want, but it only strengthens the baddie. Yes, for them to be powerful enough that they don't need more of them. Because right. the second you need a bunch of baddies for no. this one good guy to fight, right. you're basically just admitting that the baddies aren't really that if, good. If, I mean, if they ever decide to try and make an old man Logan movie, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, because yeah, in, yeah. in in the, in the graphic novels, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, all the bad guys finally said, "Like, wait a minute, why don't we just like pool our resources and like <laughs> kill everybody?" And it's like exactly what happens, you know, kind of. But anyway, all right. So I would I would go Spider Man three. Yep. Because even the fact that, I mean, Ryan Reynolds is mocking it in Deadpool, you know, I would have to think it was shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's, if it's on network TV, watching it, like, kind of turn your brain off and watch it for whatever happened now, great. Yeah, yeah. So, alright. So, Spider-Man 3 goes on there. Yeah. I was too bad. I kind of, I mean, again, I was, I was, I was kind of the perfect age when those Spider-Man films came out. By the time the third one came out, I was a little older, so I was probably a little more of a... Uh, but, uh, more of a rebel. Yeah. That's for kids. I remember specifically, I was I was 12 years old when the original Spider-Man came out. Oh. Tobey Maguire, because in England, our uh, certifications is we have uh, Universal, which for everyone, PG, Parental Guidance, 12, which is 12 and up, 15 and then 18. And they specifically changed the 12 rating because of Spider-Man, because it came out and they gave it a twelve, um, because it was they were like, oh, it's a it's a kids film. He's like, it's a comic character, but they were like, oh, but there's violence and there's some fighting and oh, we don't know what to do with this, because the Batman films were very healthy in the like Cartoon. fifteen range. Yeah. They knew they were yeah, darker. Yeah. They were like, okay, twelve, fifteen, but then when it came, Spider-Man came. They were always bright. It's confusing. It was a 12 and there was an uproar and I went to see it when I was 12 because it was the first film that I could legally go to see as being 12 on my own. I I went with my friends. I'm like, I'm 12. I'm watching this Spider-Man. It's 12. I saw it when it was 12 and then a week later they changed the whole certification that they had for like 20 years because of the uproar. I guess the pressure from Sony or whoever owned them saying, wow, we need to have more people watching this film. All these kids should be seeing this and they can't because of your certification. You need to change it. And they changed it to 12A, which meant 12 or with an adult. So you had to be 12 or if you're on your own, or you could be under 12 with the supervision of an adult ah. with you. So they changed the certification to this day that stands as 12A for the original Spider-Man so film. It was, it was kind of like a cockney bar mitzvah, is what you're saying? Yes. Okay, very it good. Was, indeed. Okay, excellent. <laughs> I went to see it again the week after with my little brother, who was like six at the time. And it was a completely different film. It was full of kids. And it was horrible. <laughs> but, yeah. Ruined your experience for So me. I had some. But Spider-Man 3, yeah, I think I, it, I don't think it was awful. I mean, looking back now, I can see that it's bad. But So here's a, the next one is an easy one. We have a number 6 versus a number 11. And that's Captain America, the Winter Soldier versus X-Men, Age of Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Winter Age of Soldier. Apocalypse, which one was that? Oh, that was the one with the terrible... Uh, with, ooze with Apocalypse Mr. Ooze yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, it, it was garbage it was awful yeah. it awful. was terrible it was, well, yeah that was just absolute garbage that was supposed to be the big yeah wasn't that the big like Brian Singer's back and everybody yeah yeah, super yeah. they were building up to it because they were like oh they're getting better and better now these yeah, films like, no, no, no. yeah that was garbage so yeah we're going with Captain America the Winter Soldier that one yeah <laughs> and then again this is also the laughable one this is our next coupling is Spider-Man the original one with Tobey Maguire 
versus Batman and Robin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which one was that with Kilmer or Clooney? Batman Robin's Clooney. Kilmer's Batman Forever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And it was Mr. Freeze and. Yeah, it's Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So that's Spider Man without that. I don't. Yeah. There's nothing to discuss there. No, that original Spider Man was good. Not so much because Batman and Robin is so bad. Spider Man, the original, was a fantastic movie. Yeah. Even though they kind of veered off the. The, the original story and they made the webbing his own yeah 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 it, it was still Tobey Maguire I thought it was a great Spider-Man yeah it was fun they yeah. did a lot of cool things with that yeah I even going back to like um what's his name's J.J. Jameson oh it was really good he was there's no straight off the comic book it, yeah. he, he was yeah um J.K. Simmons mm. he yeah that was he was straight out of the comic book and even the way he acted it was like Joey Jonah came to life. It was a, it could yeah. not be better. Parker, it, you know, <laughs> Jay Jonah to me, no one can play him anymore. It's almost like Joker. Yeah. No, sorry, uh, Heath Ledger ruined it for everybody. Did he actually? Did he come back? Did he come back for the Garfield one? I... For which one? The Garfield, the remake. Did he come? No, he was no. Jake says no, 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 no. He wasn't. I think there was talk of it. I, I think I think I remember J.K. Simmons at the time. When they were talking about redoing it, I think someone asked him or whatever, and I think he came out and said that if there was a role he would do again or come back to, it would be Jonas. Yeah, he would come back to it. And to be fair to them, I would be shocked if they didn't do that because he's won an Oscar now. He's an Oscar winner now. He's made some really shitty decisions about films since because he's been in a lot of garbage. He's really not done anything good since Whiplash, since he won the Oscar. No, he's no, he's in the fucking uh, uh, adverts for progressive or whatever not progressive he's in yeah but it's, it's uh farmers we know a lot because we've been through a lot i'm like you want an oscar and now you're doing commercials well, he, to be fair he was doing those before he got the oscar still cut that crap i mean i'm sure they're paying way more yeah. but <laughs> I was still, say, that's big coin oh, my you have when you win the oscar you have a very small window to capitalize on it before it becomes meaningless before you become one of those people that in 10 20 years time at a ceremony they will you out and you go they want an oscar which what was that for which which makes you think like the, the marissa tomei where they you go throw huh? at them, which makes you think the amount of money they throw at them because mm. it's like matthew mcconaughey right he won the oscar and he's doing commercials for lincoln yeah they gotta throw just a fucking boatload of money at you. yeah i mean quite frankly how do you say no right so you just won an oscar you you're the pinnacle of, of your art this is great it's nice validation and then somebody says, hey, you want to be like shoot five commercials? We'll give you $5 million or whatever it is. It's like, oh, oh, $5 million. I don't have to do a thing for like the next 10 years with $5 million. It's very hard. Like there is a, there is an algorithm somewhere, like a specific way in order to best get the best out of your career. And there, it goes all the way from like people like Adrian Brody, who like, you look at him and you're like, huh, he's a good example of he's balanced it too badly. Like with indie films, trying to do things that he likes, but then also doing weird sellout bad things. They were. I saw. I, I, actually, I'm glad you brought up Adrian Brody. I always used to wonder because he won the piano. Yeah. But then he was in nothing, and then he was in a Diet Coke commercial too. Yeah. And I was just like, "What the hell?" He was keeping in the Wes Anderson films. He, he was in like the Royal Tenenbaums. He was in one of the Predator remakes that Lawrence Fishburne was in too. Yeah. And but I just saw like you know that they have these. Um, and I forget who hosted the meeting. Was it Variety or the Hollywood Does Reporter? Does Lawrence Fishburne have an Oscar? 
feel like one of those early 90s gang films, like Boys in the Hood or something. I feel like he is. He was nominated, probably. Oh, oh, okay. But I don't know if he has an Oscar. Um, He's had a hell of a career. It's like, I don't care what you say, he's a fantastic guy. The fact that he freaking lied and went off to freaking the Philippines to shoot Apocalypse Now and he was a freaking 60 year old kid. That 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 to me is amazing. It's like, wait a minute, nobody knew he was a sixteen year old kid. He just said, "Yeah, no, I'm twenty one, yeah. or I'm eighteen. And but anyway, um, they were talking about, and it was Christopher Plummer was in the round table. Christopher Plummer, uh, Clooney, a bunch of big name actors. I think uh, Charlize Theron was there too. And Christopher Plummer was talking about, and I can't, Terrence Malick, uh-huh. I think the the director. Yeah, and he said, "I'm never working for him again." Yeah, because he said. He said he needs to have a writer on the staff because he just like he says he says his his cinematography is just brilliant. Yeah, like he he, he it was a period piece. I guess it was supposed to be eighteenth century, and he said the way he takes the pictures, it looked like an eighteenth century oil painting. He said yes. it's just absolutely marvelous. It's brilliant. It's beautiful. He says, but then like the he constantly rewrite shit and constantly change stuff, and he basically at the end of the movie, Christopher Plummer wrote him a letter basically. More or less tell him to fuck off, I'm never working with you again. And apparently, I forget what movie it was. And George Clooney was like saying, like, yeah, I, I probably am not going to work with him again either. And it was some movie where Clooney had a minor role. Yeah. And it might have been that same movie that Plummer was in. Adrian Brody was the lead in the movie. Uh... And he showed up to the premiere on the red carpet. And the reporters were like, well, what role do you play? And he was like, what? Kind of like, what do you... They never told him that they completely cut him out of the movie. <laughs> and he, like, he made the movie about, like, the secondary character. Oh, God. Yeah, you should... I, 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 I'm curious to know what movie... But, like, yeah, Adrian Brody originally in the script. Because, like, Clooney was in it, and Clooney was like, no, 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 no. It's like, he was the lead. And Terrence Malick just completely cut him out. And they didn't even fucking tell him. He found out on the red carpet at the premiere. That he wasn't in the movie. Oh my god. How insane is that? <laughs> that is so weird. Let me see. What does what uh, the magical phone tell me what about is, Yeah, what does Google tell you? Terrence Malick movie. Oh, the Thin Red Line. Thin Red Line. Was that it? Yeah. Which I've seen. Which one was that? Good film. That's the epic war film, Vietnam film. No, World War Two. Sorry, set um, in the Pacific. Um, Sean Penn. It's a big. It's really fucking long. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Big epic, and it's yeah. It was everything. It's like all the like local. They're like raping all the like locals yeah, and yeah, all this yeah, crazy yeah. stuff. And it goes on this big thing because he's known for like it will go from like it would do this like one scene where like you know this big battle scene and it will cut to like one of the young GIs raping this like local teenager and then like mid rape it the camera like pans and just like focuses in on like an earthworm on the ground <laughs> and you just watch this earthworm for like five really? minutes being an earthworm and then just crawl back into the earth and it just pan back to like the devastation and Malik always does that in his films he's, yeah, he's yeah, this yeah. whole like. You know, bordering with art between narrative, you know. It's a good film. It's epic, though. It's Everyone's in it. Yes. John Travolta, Nick Nolte, John C. Riley, Woody Harrelson, John Cusack. Apparently, Mickey Rourke was in it, too. He got cut out completely. 
Yeah, Sean so, Penn was the lead. So uh, Adrian Brody did. Jared Leto is in it as well. Adrian Brody got cut from lead to support. Dialogue down to a couple of spoken lines. Yeah. And they didn't tell him. Wowza. Bill Pullman, Lucas Haas, was it it? Billy Bob Thornton, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Oldman, Viggo Mortensen, Martin Sheen, Jason Patrick. Everyone is in it, yeah. Jesus. It's, a, it's his platoon. It, it's very much like platoon, actually. It's a very similar uh, to platoon when I watch it. I get confused, actually, between the two. It was his, it was his apocalypse now. Like, that's just like, right, I'm going to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just as epic and just kind of, in many ways, missing the mark. You know, but, yeah. Alright, so we have, let's go. So we got Spider-Man going on. Next one is Doctor Strange versus X-Men Origins Wolverine. Um, yeah, okay, not seen that. The X-Men Origins Wolverine, not seen that. However, Doctor Strange, I mean, I, I mean, I think it's pretty easy, but I, I personally did not like Doctor Strange. It's one of my least favorite Marvel films. Really, I I really enjoyed it. I yeah, it a lot fun. of people did, you know. So I I'm completely cool with you know admitting yeah, that it deserves origins. to get through this. Wolverine was really good. Wolverine was one of those like so many movies that have so much potential, where the movie's going great, sell along great, and then the last five minutes you're just like, what the? Did everybody just go on vacation? Yeah, and they just handed the reins over to a PA and it's like, yeah, finish the fucking movie. Yeah, it, that that's what X-Men Origins Wolverine was. It was just absolute shit at the end. Yeah, absolute shit. Yeah. So I I Doctor Strange over that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'll concede that because I I mean I I didn't like it, but I I didn't you know I mean I didn't hate it. I just disliked it. <laughs> well, here's the to me, I, I, it was an origin story, and I thought in terms of origin stories, it was very good. I just didn't like Benedict Cumberbatch in it. Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm a big fan of him. I think he's great. I'm, uh, yes, I'm a huge fan. I absolutely love with Benedict Cumberbatch. He. It's funny. Something happened in between the trailers and the movie. In the trailers, his accent sounded horrible. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. In the movie, it wasn't quite so bad. Or it wasn't, but it was still enough to know. And I mean, part of it is, well, we know he's an English guy. He's freaking the best Sherlock that there ever was, you know. Kinda. And he's not just an English guy. He's possibly he's like if you need someone with an English accent to do a voiceover as a beautiful English accent, yes. he's the guy. He's, he's the maybe guy. got one of the best speaking voices of any English actor right now. Young English actor. It's just yes. melodic. Like it's right. Amazing, you know, so it's so ingrained that he's got that voice. Yes. So for him to have this subpar weird American accent, yes. it's just like, ah. Oh. Yes, which it's weird to me because I can almost be like, why didn't you just make him English? I, it's not like, yeah. you, it's not like you're going to go through Manhattan and not encounter a single freaking medical professional who's not English. Or, or I mean, may have him have the accent, but... You know, reference that perhaps because which is completely could make sense that either he was born or spent some time in England or studied Abroad. went to Oxford, went to Cambridge, sure, did advanced studies in you, England. You hear it all the time. The, the, he has a muddled accent. Just mention it, joke that, like, oh, you've gone sing his accent, like, oh, everyone's like, oh, you, know. you and your transatlantic, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, making this weird because he's already a trans universal character, he's right. going between one universe and the other, so it almost actually kind of worked for him to be. 
in the real world, people see him as a transatlantic yes. traveler. Like, yes. are you this? Are you that? Yes. Make your mind up. Yes. It, it would that, almost work. That would, that, that, almost, it would, that yeah. would totally work. <laughs> It'd be brilliant if only somebody called us and told us about it. See, yeah. Marvel, call us over, <laughs> get us some nice food and some beer, we'll figure this shit out for you, okay? We have a Facebook page and a Twitter yeah. account, get in touch with us, and an email address. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. And so the last one in our uh, Manhattan bracket is Dark Knight Rises Against Blade. This is a little bit of a tough one, and I think for time's sake, we're probably going to end with this one and get our reviews in for the beer and the food. Yeah. But <sighs> Blade, I thought, was actually fantastic. Yeah. The movie. You saw Blade, yeah? Yeah, I, lo- I really like Blade. Blade was fantastic. Wesley Snipes, all respect to him. That was really good. He used his martial arts ability to his best. And, you know, and I know people are going to say, wait a minute, they're supposed to be superheroes. He's not a superhero. Well, no, yeah, he kind of is because he's a vampire, really. So it's kind of... He, he, he has certainly has powers. powers. Yeah, yeah, where he got it. I mean... He got bit by a vampire in the same way Spider-Man got bit by a spider. Yeah, exactly. Same yes. thing. So I think that one was fantastic. And in my opinion, this would be the first upset of the tournament. Because Dark Knight Rises to me, the first half of the movie, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And then the second half of the movie just goes off the rails. I thought it was terrible. You're right. It definitely loses it. Because the second they make that 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 pullback reveal about um, what's her name, uh, Marion Cotillard's character being uh, uh, Ghoul's daughter. Ghoul's daughter. That's when I was like, okay, I'm out. That's like that. It's just a little. But but, uh, but that's not even that's not even the the, the bad part because that comes at the end. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that can almost be forgivable because that's at the very end. The part that bothers me is why, as you this eco terrorist, would you? Keep keep the, the, the town in, in, as a hostage for six months. Like enough time for Batman to recoup from his broken back. It made no sense to me. It's literally it's literally the line from The Incredibles. Yeah, yeah. They were monologuing for six months. Yeah, He's yeah. like, oh, he was monologuing. He's like, my end is inevitable. You will all die terrible deaths. You know, which gave me just enough time to get some water and then I kicked his ass. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. literally that from The Incredibles. And it just made no sense to me whatsoever. None. Well, th- this is one thing Chris Nolan gets a lot of flack for in all of his films. Is that he's a fantastic filmmaker. His yeah. ideas are great. His vision's wonderful. Right. Good casting. Great, uh, you know, scripts and just all these things. Brilliant, very imaginative. However, the one thing that anytime anyone has anything against Chris Nolan, it comes down to it's almost like he's a, too robotic. It's a person like he can't tap into people like personalities. Uh-huh. He's not that great at writing people like realistic people. Like sussing out the character. Yeah, people say that his characters, he's they're not human enough. Um, and that he relies on which he does for the most part hiring talented actors to bring to life otherwise two dimensional characters right, as right, written right, right, right. Um, I know that people said that with Dunkirk that came out recently what I personally loved is that a lot of people said that amazing film yeah, I didn't feel for any of the characters in it because they weren't fleshed out characters Right. I disagree entirely I think he did that on purpose in that film on purpose because the whole point of it is that it's such a grand scale a war right People and characters go out of the yeah, window. People, people just become bodies. Yes. They become people. Yes. And before you know it, there's no Spielberg in Seven Private Ryan. We're going to go out for this guy. It's like, no, no. It's you and your own. 
and there's no time to get to know anyone. Right. You know? yeah, so yeah. that's how I thought he did it. However, I understand people because you go back and that's certainly true. Sometimes his ideas are cleverer than the characters are right. deep. Um, so perhaps that was one of the issues that, you know, he didn't flesh out enough of a realistic I mean, character. If you ask me, what should have happened is it, it's almost like Bane should have been an incident that happened to Batman years ago. That should have been done almost in flashback. Yeah. Where he was this crushed, broken guy. And he, it's it's like the one staying in Batman's career. Yeah. Like the one guy that took him down kind of thing. Yeah. And then he comes back. And then work the way, like you said, Marion Cotillard and, and, and uh, 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 the deception and all of that. And then do that. And then, like, we're going to blow up the city because fuck Gotham. You know what? Yeah. But. Certainly did a better job of Bane than in. Uh... Oh, Batman and oh, Robin. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's well, yeah, unfortunately. If this was going against Batman and Robin, yeah. this would with flying colors. Yeah, yeah. But it's going against Blade. I, I think when you consider that this is the third one of the trilogy that already did so many great things in the first two films, when you it, it can take out everything that the other two films did already, because you can't say that that includes in the film. They're just taking things already done. Take out everything that's already done. So you know, Christian Bale's Batman. Yep. Uh, you know, everything that was already done. So it has to be everything that's entirely original about that film. You're right. It's not left with much. It's left kind of holding its dick yeah. and not much else. Right. Whereas Blade, if you take it on the same merit of originality yeah. for what they're doing in this film and what's not been done before and what has, yeah. completely wipes the floor with it. Like yes. when it came out, I was yes. like, wow. Is but it yes. Luke Besson? Is it Luke Besson film? Blade? It might be. You know what? Let, like let, it let, might let, be. Let me look this up real quick. I think you're right. I think it is. It might be a Luke Besson film. You should explain which makes came off the back of Fifth Element, I think, one or the other. Let's see, Blade. Let me see. Let me see. The movie uh, about this movie. More about this movie. No, oh. it's a Stephen Norrington movie. Oh, the famous director Stephen Norrington. Whoever he is. Blade Two. Who did that? Someone did Blade Two. Someone famous. Blade Two. Yeah. Maybe. Let's see. Blade Two. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, that's right. Game of Thrones did Blade 2. Yep. Oh, which makes sense with the creatures. Yeah, yeah. That's that's right up his alley, absolutely. Which was also really well done. Really yeah, well yeah, done. Yeah, So, I mean, yeah, honestly... I think that has to go through. What's that? I think Blade has to go through. I, I, I think so, too. I think that's the first upset of the tournament. Yeah. I really do. All right. Blade it is. I'm sure people will... Batman fans will be killing us on this, but... I think but, like which said. also is, is, as I said before, Blade, the first Marvel character black-led yes. Hollywood yes. film. Yes, they actually interviewed Wesley Snipes about it, and apparently he tried to get Black Panther like off the ground years ago, mm. and and things just kind of you know like all these Hollywood development things they fall through the cracks either because people. But I mean that's the problem, and and it's funny. They dicked over Whedon so much. That he like left and went to DC, and it's almost like we is not going to be able to find his juju back now anymore, because the reason why the Avengers worked so well is because Whedon was a comic book fan, and totally just it, it's it's kind of like what I always tell people like why sci fi movies were always ridiculed and they were always bad, yeah, because nobody took it seriously, nobody cared about it, and. Real actors, quote unquote, like good actors, wouldn't touch it with a remote control stick. Yeah. Whereas nobody just sat and was like, "But it's a story. Let's 
let's sell a story. And that's why, like, these cult favors that eventually came out, like Excalibur, when it came out, right? Um, um, Dune, the first one. And people like Patrick Stewart are in it, you know? And the acting is brilliant. And the story's great. And the special effects are a little bit shit. But, you know, the budget is low. But those movies were fabulous. Yeah. Because you had real actors. And one of the reasons, in my opinion, why Star Trek made that resurgence is because that cast was just, like, solid actors. Yeah. From top to bottom. You know, from Patrick Stewart on down. Everybody was like, these are characters. This is what the characters do. This is what we do. And they acted the shit out of it. Like, the first season was... The writing was, you know, on shaky legs. But once they picked it up on the second season, and it just took off. And they mm. had some just brilliant stories all, all throughout, you know. And, and even Deep Space Nine, for that matter, with like Avery Brooks and all these just really good actors. And it, I've not seen the new one, but I've heard... I no, I haven't either. I'm a huge fan of um, Jason Isaacs, who's in yes. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. excellent in it. He's oh, and I'm a huge actor. fan of Michelle Kwan, too. So yeah, I, I yeah, really... Yeah. Is it only online that they show it? No, I think it's um, it's a weird, it's a weird. It's their app. Channel. It's the CBS Go or something like that. No, it's it's on channel. It's on a. Ch- is it CBS? Yeah, it's CBS for yeah. Mm, I, I don't thought. Know. Well, anyway, anyway. All right, so we got through the first round of only one <laughs> quadrant, yeah. but you know what? This is going to be an arching uh, tournament. So yep, and because of the final four, so bear with us, folks. So. These are our uh, second round attendees. We have in the next round the Avengers versus X Men Two, Superman nineteen seventy eight versus Spider Man Three, Captain America the Winter Soldier versus Spider Man, and Doctor Strange versus Blade. That's going to be an interesting. That's half and half. I think half of them are easy and half of them are not. So yes, I, yeah. I, I think you're right. But that's that's that's. I think that's. Our first uh, episode of the 2018 Best Tournament Superhero Movies. Yep. I, I, I'm happy with this work. Yeah, very. Okay. That's fun. I like this. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, like I said, folks, we're going to post it out there. And if you guys want to play along and send us stuff, we'll tabulate all the results at the end and, and, and put it all out there. But um, in the meantime, let us review our local uh, eatery, shall we? Art of Spice Indian Restaurants. You had the butter chicken. I had the chicken biryani. Which I had the chicken biryani when we had Indian last time too, because I'm a fan of chicken biryani. But yeah, what did you think? Good. I, I've had it before. Okay. I, I confess, I've been there before and I've had this dish uh, on, on purpose because I think it's very good. Okay. I, in England, Indian food is my favorite food. It does great in England. Over here, not so good. However, this place, out of all the ones I've tried, oh. this is really one of the better ones. Um, I think it's very tasty. Okay. They do a very good job of it, um, oh. and I would give it a four point. Oh, how do I judge this? Judge it by American Indian or just Indian in general? Just Indian, Indian. Indian in general, then it's a well, it's a very different. Yeah, let's keep it on the continent since people okay. in the US are not going to be the able US four point three. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's how that's how shit Indian food is. <laughs> that's how bad. For the most part, I've had um, this dish be. However, it's very good here. It's if right. this was if this was overarching, it would be like a three point five. So there's quite a big differentiation. Really? There. Yeah. That much better? Yes. I'm going to go to the UK. I'm going to oh, go it's completely the, different. I'm going to go into an Indian restaurant and it's going to be shit. And I'm going to oh, be no kicking way. you the whole way. Can't home. happen. Won't happen. I'm going to be so upset with yeah. you. Anyway. But yeah, the chicken biryani was fantastic. The, the seasoning was... It was... It brought you right up there. And I'm not one of these crazy guys that loves the food so hot that 
you know, your eyes mm. swell up and your lips swell up and all this. This to me was the seasoning was like right up to that edge to the fence without going over. Whereas the seasoning is really it's really it's spicy, but you can still taste the food. Mm. And that to me is like always a mark of a good chef, food preparer, you know, cook, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Because if this if it's all about the seasoning, what's the point of the food? Just mm-hmm. throw me a bunch of seasoning on a piece of bread and let me eat it then. Because yeah. yeah. So I really enjoyed this chicken biryani. I would easily give this a four point two. Easily. Yeah. Very nice stuff. Very good stuff. And now for our brew. Two roads unorthodox stout. Excuse me. Two roads unorthodox stout. 9.2% ABV out of uh, Stratford, Connecticut. The odd beer that we agreed. Yes. Which is like basically a chocolatey IPA as opposed to a stout. I didn't realize it was 9.2 when I was drinking it. That changes my opinion of it. Does it? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't go down like a 9.2. No, it that. doesn't. That's why it changed my opinion, I think. Now that I know it's that alcoholic, yeah. I, am, I have a softer view of it. Okay. I, if this was like a 6%, yeah. then I would be like, there's it, too much. Because it just pops up too much. This, they, they do call it a Russian Imperial, so mm. that's why the 9.2. Yeah. No, I initially on first taste, when I first tried, the very first sip, and then the next few, I was like, what the hell is this? This is so weird. If someone gave me this in an unmocked glass, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'd yeah, be yeah. like, you need to change <laughs> you what it, you or something. Whatever. Something's gone yeah, wrong. Right. right. <laughs> you you won't watch it when you fill up this glass. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> just weird. Not necessarily bad, just weird so weird that it just seemed confusing to me right. however once i got sort of halfway through the bottle and i was just drinking it for pleasure just talking to you not paying attention anymore it was really nice it grows on you and that nine percent idea kicks in i get yeah, that yeah, nice yeah. warm fuzzy feeling yeah, and all of a sudden grows, it definitely grows on you it definitely yeah. grows on you the initial is whoa but yeah. it grows on you yes it does and i think the 9.2 has a lot to do with that yeah <laughs> i think it does <laughs> yeah that's how you you put any old shit in a bottle if you fill it with alcohol you'll be like whoa, whoa. yeah alcoholic peanut butter all right yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you give it my friend <laughs> i would give it a 3.9 i think wow really yeah i i <laughs> I was gonna say I wasn't that impressed. Okay, okay, no. Then uh, I'll take it down. I'd say three point eight. Three point eight. Three point eight. Okay. Yeah. All right. I well, like you said the nine point two. Really, it's 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 <laughs> when you meet a person that you're attracted to, and they're not necessarily particularly what somebody would think is attractive. Yeah. But their personality is so good. That they go from being a seven to being like a nine point five. That's kind of what booze does to a beer. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, like you said, if this was a six, I'd give this a three point two. Yeah. Because it's it's just odd, but because of the nine point two, I I will go so far as to give it a three six. Okay. Because that's maybe one of the lowest marks you've ever given for a beer. No, I. Well, you, that episode when Angie and uh, oh, Amy yeah, yeah, were here, here you were here for that, and th- that wine was really shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, generally I really enjoy but it's like, it, it's one of those things, it's like the, the hot wings thing, right? Where 
when the buffalo wings came out, everybody just tried to get hotter and hotter and hotter. You know, where they give these things where people eat them and they get a heart attack because it's, so, it's like, what's the fucking point of this? I, I don't get it. And kind of the brewing, the craft brewing industry kind of went the same way. Yeah. With everybody's like, let me put in hops and hops and hops and hops. And it gets to the point where it feels like you're like chewing on a broom. And it's just like, okay, I, I'm really not enjoying this. This is really crap. So in that fashion, not that this was crap, it's, I mean, it's a stout. It's way too hoppy to be a stout. Yes. Oh, it is. It's not a it's, stout. It's, it's, it's not it's, a stout. It's, you know, I, I know what they were trying to do, but in terms of flavor, it just, no. it, it doesn't, it doesn't work. This is just a weird black IPA thing to me. Yes. Yes. It, you know, if it was a black IPA and I tried it, I, I think I'd still give it a 3.6. Mm. But the, considering like some of the stouts that we've had. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. that Brooklyn Black Ops, which is just mm. out of this world good. You know, yeah, yeah. so nice. So uh, you know, or, or some of the other porters that we've had, like the Puerto Rico from the guys in mm. the elementary. I mean, yeah, right. this is a three point six. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, folks, there you have it. So we have the first leg of the tournament in the books. We did the Manhattan bracket, and I'll repeat the uh, winners of the first round again. We have Avengers. X-Men 2, Superman, the 1978 movie, Spider-Man 3, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Spider-Man, the original one, Doctor Strange, and Blade, with the big upset yep. over Dark Knight Rises. I think that's an upset. It is an upset, certainly. Uh, certainly, when you consider that for the most part, people that aren't as big a geeks as we are, right. for the movie-going public at large, for most people that would have seen Dark Knight Rises, because it was you know one of the biggest films of the year, and then most people would maybe forgotten Blade or like, well, I don't know, perhaps. It's definitely an upset. Yeah. Just most people would be like, what? And then, actually, the Superman uh, uh, 1978 is technically an upset because it's ranked number 12 compared to Suicide Squad number 5. That's another one, again, for being geeky. For most general going movie public, most idiots, shall we say, I'm sure they would choose Suicide Squad over Superman. Because I know... What? I saw idiots on Facebook who were like, Oh, like a lot of people my age and younger who wouldn't have seen Superman because uh-huh. it's old, like right, you know, right. in it. Why would they watch that, mate? It's so old. You know, <laughs> uh, there's plenty of people who have not seen that, that those films, and that watch Suicide Squad. Like, oh yeah, it's well good. It's so much action. Like, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared Leto, oh, it's so good. There's plenty of people who Terrible. think, yeah. Terrible. I saw plenty of people like, oh, it's real. It was a lot of fun. Like, shut up. Like, no, it wasn't. It was a no. waste of time. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well. There we go, folks. That's in the books, and we'll see you on episode 32 for the next round of the What's Going On Here 2018 Best Tournament, the Superhero Movies. Superhero? Superhero Movies. That 9.2 is really working. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right, folks. So we will see you next time, and uh, enjoy. Cheers.